0: welcome one and all please set foot into the video vault how are we all doing thought i'd do this little bit of an intro just to sort of introduce myself and what the video vault is all about so this is the premiere of herbs video vault this week's podcast we are looking at the 1986 animated transformers movie now this is one of my all-time favorite movies from way back when i was a kid um it the whole transformers line in general i hold very close and dear to my heart i you know was six years old when i got you know my first toy and i've been collecting them ever since i'm now 39 so (laughs) i don't know if that's a sad thing or um just an insight into uh, my insanity but um yeah basically just with the video vault in general this pod these episodes of the podcast are going to coincide with the videos that i release weekly on youtube now i decided you know what i'm actually going to start up the podcast because like not everybody has time to sit down and watch a youtube video some can go you know Five minutes some um, you know obviously a lot longer depending on what the topic is what it what's the um what it's about whether it be just a short clip or a long interview podcast so i decided for the people that don't have the time to sit down and watch these videos and just want to listen to the audio on the go i was going to do this so that is the idea behind Herbs' Video Vault. Basically, the audio that you're going to hear from through the podcast is going to be the audio that is from the YouTube videos. So they, everything gets recorded at the same time, and I just mix it all together, and that will be it. So, yeah, here's the premiere episode of Herbs' Video Vault it is the tra- 1986 Transformers The Movie. And in my opinion, this had one, this came with one of the best uh, voice actor casts that could have been assembled. I'll go into more detail a little later in, in the uh, review, but I hope you enjoy. welcome one and all to the video vault how is everybody doing trust everyone is staying safe and all of that considering the current circumstances. Uh, circumstance and everything so let us dive into the vault we are going back to my childhood actually for something a little bit different the scream videos that i did got absolutely amazing responses all um a lot of the comments I've heard are just great, love them these were real good, you know so I decided, you know what, we'll take a little bit a little sneak peek into what makes me, me Uh, child of the 80s and all that so one of the huge things when I was growing up was Transformers, like they were everywhere in, in the 80s, I think I got my very first figure in uh, I can't remember if it was birthday or Christmas in '86. Um, this is about the same time as well. The movie came out, which we're doing today. Yes, we're doing the animated movie. We're not doing the live-action ones. I might leave them for later on, but um, we'll see how we go. But I was hu- I shouldn't say was. I'm still huge into Transformers. Like I have the G1 DVDs. Not only the ones that the complete G1 collection that was released in America but also the Japanese continuations as well I also you know have the Beast Wars DVDs I have the toys I and no surprise to anybody I have the soundtrack on vinyl for the 86 movie and come on this is this is no surprise to anybody really um mean, yes, Transformers was a huge, huge part of my childhood growing up. Um, I remember seeing the movie for the first time in 87 when it first came in on video. And um, yeah, I was traumatized (laughs) with some of the stuff. I'll get into that. But um, so yes, we open up with an advanced robot planet you know, sci- scientists and everything, trying to, live living a peaceful existence. And in comes this massive, massive planet called Unicron, and it just devours everything. Some of them try to escape, some do, some unfortunately do not, and they end up in the um, digestive tract of Unicron for later, which we will get to as well. And then we get the big opening the big opening number. Now, if you have this copy of the VHS, which came out in two thousand and one, two thousand and two, um, there's a, there's a few edit, few different edits in there. One is with when the the title track comes in which is like an 80s glammed up version of, you know, Autobotsuite, all that sort of stuff. You know, the classic Transformers theme we all know and love. Um, It gets to that. We go down the um, the cyber hole and then we get introductory narrative. Like you don't get the opening credits, which if you have like the original or the later re-releases, contains all that. So it has the full opening. It has like you see who's doing what. And they've gotten them they've as, assembled a massively talented cast for all this. We had you know Leonard Nimoy in there as the voice of Galvatron. You had Unsolved, Mr. Unsolved Mysteries, Robert Stack as Ultra Magnus, you had Eric Idle from Monty Python as Ret Guy. You had Orson Wells in his last ever performance before he passed away was the voice of Unicron. So, like, if you've seen Citizen Kane and some of those sorts of some movies like that, you're going to know who Awesome Welles is because he's got a very distinctive, very familiar voice. So, as soon as you hear it, you can go, oh, yeah, that's that guy. And he being cast as Unicron was absolutely perfect. So, we flash forward. where in the year 2005. So, this is basically about 15 years ago now. Um, and the Decepticons have conquered cybertron we've got the autobots that are on the they're on two moons have got moon base one moon base two and it's like how are we we're gonna you know get out we're gonna take our planet back we're gonna take our home back um uh, you know we need more energy on so we have to you know go to earth to get this and we've got Ironhide's just sort of protest a little bit but i want to start busting deceptive chops and it's like no we've got to do this or else you know we're not going to be able to make an assault and it's like okay you know the clock's ticking on your deceptor creeps um all their plans of course get overheard by Laserbeak, one of Soundwave's very small uh cassette minions who takes all the information back of course to megatron and they take off after the autobots storm their shuttle and now when you're about six or seven years old and you're like you grow up with the cartoons you think oh everything's here They're going to have this fight and everyone's going to be okay. Oh, boy, do you get a reality check very, very quickly. Um, You get a reality check pretty quickly when the main characters in this whole movie actually get killed off in the first half an hour. I am not kidding. It was like um, the movie was used to promote a new line of Transformers toys, and, you know, they were discontinuing all, like, you know, the ones, the first two waves, like 84 and 85. And this was sort of, I guess, like a bit of a, like, we know you love these characters that, you know, you've had around for a little while, you love them all so much. Well, guess what? We're going to kill them off and we're going to bring in these whole new characters, which you are going to love even more. And boy, did that not work. <laughs> that did not work work at all because later on in season three of G1 because like it was such a tremendous backlash from especially from the death of Optimus Prime spoiler alert that um they end up bringing him back in the last the final two episodes of season three as the return of Optimus Prime because everyone had grown so attached to these characters that Um, yeah, it just resulted in this huge backlash. Now, remember, this is 1986. This is, well, this is 20 years before Twitter. I think Twitter came out and was launched in 2006. So if you can imagine, if something like that happened today... It is just, all you'd see is just tweet after, tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet. Bring back Optimus, bring back Optimus. You know, why we want Optimus, we love Optimus, blah, blah, blah. And so, of course, 1986. So Hasbro and everywhere else just got flooded with complaint letters because that's how you did it back in those days. So they brought Optimus back. But anyway, so we have Brawn, Ironhide, and Ratchet. They are mercilessly killed off by the Decepticons in a very brutal um, sequence. And especially when you're a young kid as well, it's like, what do they know? It's, It's like your innocence just gets ripped out from you. So... They make their way to Earth. We get introduced to some newer characters. We get introduced to Cup. We get introduced to Hot Rod. We get introduced to uh, Ultra Magnus, Springer, RC, Blur. Yeah, we still have some. You know, we still have Perceptor. We still have um, Blaster. There's this huge, huge fight that ens- ensues. Actually, I do need to rewind a little bit because the plan is from the Decepticons is like, okay, we slip past the. De- Autobot city defenses in their own shuttle and absolutely decimate it. Then we can easily just wipe out you know the ones that are left near Cybertron, and that's when we get this last valiant effort I guess from Ironhide, just with no, which leads up to the most such heroic nonsense, and he cops a fusion cannon blast right to the face, and that's it for him, too. So now we're on Earth. We're introduced to these newer characters. And it's just constant battle, battle. Here's these, you know, the Autobots are like, oh, we're, we're overpowered, we're outmatched. And, you know, they managed to get a distress signal off to Optimus and a few, and a few others who come in as supporters back up. And I want to touch on, before I, before I continue, I want to touch on just how good the animation in this movie is. Um, this was animated by the Toei Animation Studios from Japan. Now, anyone who also grew up in the 80s as well, Toei, as far as ja- animation, especially from Japan, we were pretty well known for you know, Beast King Go Lion and Dairuga 15, which would become Lion Force and Vehicle Force Voltron we also you know there was also Astro Boy so the animation that Toei were putting out is absolute pristine top quality and it, it's just abs- and even to this day some 34 years later it still holds up it holds up absolutely beautifully like it was just done last year we get the big heroic battle between Optimus and Megatron. Leading up, Optimus is just mowing down Decepticons left and right. He is just being the ultimate definitive leader. You know, Megatron must be stopped no matter the cost. It's just win at all costs. We, you know, everyone's must be safe. Um, you know, it's the... Noble, heroic sort of thing that a lot of people grew up loving about Optimus Prime. The fight is absolutely well done and animation-wise. It's just, it is seamless. It is seamless. If you can fo- find it on YouTube, you will be amazed at just how well and how much detail is in the whole sequence itself. Um, unfortunately, though, Hot Rod sort of gets involved. You know, good intentions, you know, trying to help his leader out and sees, oh, hang on, Megatron's being a little bit deceptive here. Ooh, deceptive? Decepticon's being deceptive? No, they wouldn't do that. Uh, trying to reach a pistol and, again, good intentions. Tries to like No, you don't, but, of course, Optimus not going to open fire while his uh, comrade is being held hostage is kind of his downfall. A bit as Megatron just blasts him down. And we get this is where we have that image of Megatron just standing over Optimus who's struggling to get up, and it's like I would have waited an eternity for this. It's over prime sort of thing. It's like I'm about to you know bring in the final blow. And Optimus is just the last noble act of absolute courage and defiance, just never, and swats Megatron away. Which, you know, takes Megatron out <laughs> of the picture as well, because he's down and out to the count. Optimus, unfortunately, dies. This is, you know, and then it's like, no, oh! it's like, this is the leader. This is the big hero of the Autobots that everybody looks up to, and you know now he's he's gone, and this is what started the whole, um, you know, bring Optimus back. We want Optimus back, and eventually that happened in season three. Op- so Optimus passes the leader, the matrix of leadership, towards off to Ultra Magnus with the notion of like. A, The old prophecy, you know, like, one day someone will rise from our ranks and use the power of the Matrix to light our darkest hour. And, yes, Optimus turns to grey, which is apparently what happens when Transformers are killed. So Decepticons are retreating. They're heading back towards Cybertron. It's like, well, hang on, you know, we're going to have to lose some, you know, light in the load if we're actually going to make it because Astro Train's kind of struggling a bit here. So there's this huge fight. It's like, well, who should it be? Who should stay? Who should go? Like Starstream sort of eggs on that it should be a you know, survival of the fittest. I think it's actually one of the um, Constructor cons that uh, implemented the, uh, it should be the survival of the fittest. So, and all the Decepticons were badly injured, or nearly, and nearly, you know, had it uh, thrown from Astrotrain, including Megatron, to the absolute delight of Starscream, that he's the one that actually gets to do it. Although apparently it pained him to do this. So, they all drift off and cross paths with Unicron. Now, Unicron as a bit of a weakness with the Autobot's matrix of leadership and he transforms Megatron into a more meaner more maniacal robot called Galvatron as well as introducing as well some new Decepticons as well such as Scourge and the Sweeps and we have Cyclonus and his Armada who never shows up again (laughs) to be honest it's just Cyclonus and the other jet is another one of the sweeps now apparently but um so they try so this is where as well while on earth the Autobots are trying to repair Autobot City we go to Cybertron and Unicron is attacking the Autobots' moon bases. Now this movie makes full use of its PG classification. Uh, the first moon is gone, it's destroyed by Unicron, eaten up. Jazz and Cliff Drumpa try to get away, but they can't. So they're in the digestive tract for later consumption. We get the second moon base, which is Bumblebee and Spike. A grown-up Spike, whose son Daniel is now with RC and Hot Rod and all the others on back on Earth, so they try to get away. They've got this great idea of like, oh, you know, we're going to set explosives. And I think I've got ahead of myself <laughs> a little bit. I've got ahead of myself because I forgot about the demise of Starscream, which kind of happens around about this similar time. So a huge. Um, so I'll quickly jump to that. Huge coronation of Decepticons. Um, Starscream is now uh, clowned, crowned the leader. This is where my tongue stops working. But, of course, his coronation is interrupted by Cyclonus and Galvatron. And we get this whole, this is really, really cool, Who disrupts my coronation? Coronation Starscream. This is bad comedy. It's like, hang on, Starscream sort of recognizes that it's like Megatron, is that you? It's like, hang on, this this guy knows what is that Megatron? It's like, here's a hint. Galvatron transforms into cannon, gets blast, blast Starscream, and he's taken out by his own pride. I guess sort of led him to, um, yeah, being disintegrated by Megatron, uh, Galvatron. Excuse me. So while the moons are being attacked, it all, actually, you know what, these all come inside, flow, sort of flow into one another anyway, so it doesn't really matter if I jump around a little bit in this part. But, um, so Spike and Bumblebee are escaping Unicron. They've set some explosives. And they think, oh yeah, cool, the explosions go off. It's like, yeah, woohoo. it's like, not even, you know, there's not even a dent. It's like you just, all of a sudden, it's like, oh shit, you know, what are we gonna do now? There's your PG rating in, in just one little naughty word. I'm going to have to bleep that, I think. But, um, so they get sucked in Unicron as well. Galvatron still has a little bit of that Megatron defiance in him. Like, I'm not going to bow to you sort of thing. Uh, but eventually they go to Earth. They attack the Autobots down there who manage to get into two shuttles and escape. Thinking they're, you know, safe for the time being. It's like, you know, we're going to find out what happened. We've got to get the Cybertron. They get attacked by the Decepticons. Cup, Hot Rod and the Dinobots get uh, shot down over what we learn in the first part of Season 3 in the Five Faces of Doomark of a planet called Quintessa. And Ultramagnus Magnus RC and Springer are under ship still continues to be under attack and they have to split part of the ship from from the other part that doesn't even make sense they have to they have to separate the ship one part gets blown up and the Zephyr comes to thinking yep cool we've done it we've completed our mission wrong galvatron gets called back and tormented by unicron uh ultra magnus and everyone else make their way to the junky planet where we have you know the Junkions led by Retgar and I don't know how it is like you consider space to be a wide um, vast area but somehow Unicron just manages to know where they they are for some reason so when Galvatron gets called back thinking he's destroyed the Matrix and everything it's like no you're a fool Ultra Magnus is still on this planet it's like okay We'll go there. While that is going on, we have Cup and Hot Rod, who are stranded on Quintessa, separated from the Dinobots. They are attacked by—they're not not Shark but I guess you call Gator—I'm calling them Gatorcons because they look like uh, Crococons because they look like giant crocodiles—and they get taken towards the Quintessons before the Quintessons, who are like, sort of like, judge, jury, and execution. doesn't matter if you're guilty or innocent, you're, you're executed by Sharkticon. And this is, so, while that is all going on, this is when the Decepticons show up on the Planet of Junk. Destroy what's left of the Autobot shuttle. They try to fight back Ultra Magnus sort of nobly, sort of, tries to get gets everybody to safety and is like, oh, I'm going to unleash the power of the Matrix and that'll, you know, get us out of this. But unfortunately, it's, it's not quite the darkest hour and Ultra Magnus gets taken out by the Sweeps and loses the Matrix to Galvatron, who then boasts proudly with this, I shall make you my slave and a long way, many light years, parsecs, whatever sort of distance you want to use for space, Unicron somehow hears this and is infuriated. Cutting back now to Quintessa. Again, we get a little bit of exposition from Krenix, who's the survivor of the very first, of the opening planet that's attacked and destroyed by Unicron. As to what is happening, and what, Unic- and what Unicron is, he is devoured by the Shockercons. We then get Cup and Hot Rod, who are then put in the same situations like you're, you know, you're innocent. You're getting fed to the Shockercons, but this is where they sort of decide, you know, we're going to, we're fighting our way out of this. So they have like a little demolition derby type type thing, and the Dinobots show up with little Wheelie, who is by far the most annoying character. Second only to little Daniel, actually. So that's probably why those two got along in the cartoon series so well, because they were just so annoying as hell. Like, Wheelie, for some reason, would always just speak in rhyme. And Daniel was just, you know, always getting himself in some sort of trouble. But that's neither neither here nor there. This is, you know... A near 40-year-old man going on a rant of something that came out 34 years ago. Um, <laughs> i got to stop doing that, really. I do. So anyway, they managed to escape the Quintessons. They find a, a ship and somehow know to go to the Junk Planet. Okay. Don't know why. Then we have, so like, after a brief battle between the Junkions and the Autobots, you know, it's like, hey, you know, well, let's, you know, unite, let's team up and take down Unicron. And the old universal greeting gets used for a second time of, ba, weep, grana, weep, ninibon. And so we've got the Junkions and the Autobots, they're all working together. They take off towards Cybertron to have the final confrontation with Unicron. Galvatron tries to threaten Unicron with the Matrix, but of course because it's the Autobot Matrix and ain't going to do Jack. So Unicron's just gone, you know what? Enough's enough. I'm not taking this BS anymore. He, lo and behold, is a gigantic Transformer all along. This... Pl- so, this thing that has an alt mode the size of a planet is this huge 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 robot and just starts to destroy uh Cybertron so we get sort of a little bit we sort of actually do get the Autobots and Decepticons kind of teaming up a little bit to try to take down uh Unicron Hot Rod, Cup, RC, Spike—not Spike, uh, Spike Daniel—and the Dinobots they crash through um, into Unicron, who is deciding, you I'm—I'm know um, lacking some Galvatron in my diet," so eats him up. And they get separated. Uh, Hot Rod ends up going off on his own and has a bit of a showdown with Galvatron. More on that, a little bit later. So we we go well. We're going to jump over to RC Cup Springer, Ultra Magnus there, fighting these claw things that come out of uh, come out of Unicron and somehow rupture a filtration pipe or whatever. They get swept away, again separated. And Daniel stumbles across the, uh, the great big acid vat where we see robots from devoured planets that have been captured are just being dropped and melted down into, into, into scrap. And we see Spike, we see Bumblebee, Jazz, Cliff Jumper, they're all headed towards this acid vat. Daniel eventually figures out how to blast the cover down before, you know, his dad and these Autobots meet their demise. And you would think that, oh yay, I did it, you know, I saved these people. i have never seen anyone see I've never seen anyone so bummed out in my whole life. It's like, oh yay. I saved my dad. Yay. I'm so bummed. What the hell? I've never seen anyone look so bummed in anything like it's like yeah i did it okay everyone else regroups we have the showdown between hot rod and galvatron who still has obviously still has some memories of megatron because we hear this puny autobot you lack even prime's courage so like he, megatron's memories are still there with galvatron We end up having a massive showdown. Hot Rod claims the Matrix, becomes Rodimus Prime, and defeats Galvatron in 30 seconds. Literally just, they scuffle, he just picks him up and throws him out of, somehow through Unicron's shell and into space then unleashes the matrix which is now glowing it's like yes okay this is our darkest one of our darkest hours and that destroys unicron so we get the final shot of the Autobots celebrating and it's like let this mark the end of the Cybertronian Wars till all are one they had this huge cheering and we cut to a to it we fade out zoom out, sorry, to the planet Cybertron and we see Unicron's head floating in orbit and then that's where the, and the music starts up again. Now, again, this is a tale of two versions because if you have the reissue version, like what this one is, there is voiceover narration at the very, very end saying the Autobots have have won and the greatest Autobot of them all, Optimus Prime, will return. Then the music kicks in. If you've got the original VHS or the DVD or um, anniversary Blu-rays, you're not going to have that. Because if you're showing someone who's never seen the cartoon series before, if you're showing them this version, and it's it's like, whoa, whoops. I just nearly knocked over the camera. Oh, dear. It's like, oh, he comes back, he comes back, yay! It It sort of takes away from the excitement of when the Return of Optimus Prime episodes take place. They actually do it twice as well, because in G1, season three, um, I'm not sure if it is in this version, but the original DVD release they had on... Dark I think it's Dark Rising. Uh, where they come up they're fleeing the Decepticons and comes a mausoleum and you know there's a reanimated prime. They do the same thing as well. It's like tune in whenever for the return of Optimus Prime. So it kind of takes away the takes away any sort of hype and excitement a little bit. I'm glad they didn't do that on the thirty-fifth anniversary blu-ray 30th anniversary blu-ray again this is where my tongue stops working 30th anniversary blu-ray release i'm glad they didn't do that because it just would have taken away from say you're showing you know your son or or whatever like the movie and then you go into the cartoons like they already know what's going to happen where when they don't when they haven't done that, it's like there's that huge pop you just mark out completely when it's like Optimus is back, yay. And that's pretty much it. It's one of my it's one of my favorites. Like I'm I'm a sad case of it. And the soundtrack oh, I actually want to talk on really, really quick. Uh, I actually didn't realise this until um, later on after I, after I bought it. It's got the big Autobot symbol, but if you actually look, the outlining is actually the chest of Optimus Prime, and on the back is the Matrix. But this, it's it's a very 1980s soundtrack. We've got you know, glam metal on there. We've got Stan Bush, who is an equivalent of Kenny Loggins, over everything in the 80s. There's even Wido Yankovic on there. So it's definitely one... I strongly recommend, especially if you're like me or my buddy from Grey Wolf Ned. Uh, we grew up with this stuff, so this is all this is pure nostalgia for us. We love this stuff, and especially if you've got kids and you want to, if you want them, to, if you want to introduce to them what you had when you were growing up. Again, if you're from our gen, from my generation, this is perfect because it's something like not only introducing your kids to something that's absolutely fantastic and out there, but you're also reliving some of your fondest memories from your childhood as well. Uh, is it going to be for everyone? Probably not. As some people are going to say, oh, I prefer the Michael Bayvert movies to these? They probably are. More power to them. Everyone's allowed to have an opinion. We're not always going to agree on everything. Some people like chocolate. Some people like vanilla. It's, it's, just a, it's just the way it goes. But anyway, um, yeah, that wraps up this video vault. I hope you've all had a bunch of fun. A huge shout-out to Ned and John at Grey Wolf Entertainment. They were talking about it on one of their latest podcasts for the, the, uh, the Pack Chat. And... Yeah, this, so there's a lot of hype around there. I'm glad I didn't sort of uh, burp my way through uh, this video because the last one, I think, it was Scream 4. I had a real... For some reason, I had some really bad reflux or indigestion. So that was like constant uh, uh, So that was horrible. But, yeah, this, this, this was a fun... This was a fun movie to review. It was always just fun to go back and just revisit my childhood because as i said i'm nearly 40 some people might say it's sad that you know i still watch these to this day me i don't care i go by the words of Corey taylor and dig what i dig i'm not going to take any fool's madness do i like to go back and relive some of the happier parts of my childhood absolutely Do I, you know, collect the vinyl records? Do I collect the toys? Yes, I do, because it's just one of those parts of my childhood I just refuse to let go of. Anyway, thank you so much. I will see you next time around. So there you go. There is the premiere episode of Herb's Video Vault. I trust everybody has enjoyed it. If you want to subscribe to my social medias, you can hit me up on twitter.com at herbie376. I'm also on Instagram at the real jace L Herbert. I sort of changed that just to a, a bit of a joke and then I had um Jesse Leach from Killswitch Engage tagging in something and that was it, it kind of stuck and um yeah thank you and you can also check out the uh associated video of this on youtube if you wish just look search for herbs video vault and it will bring up a playlist of every other video vault episode that has been gone so far thank you so much for taking the time to check this out and i will see you all next week